for 25 years. Nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all hand-picked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. at these friends of the pod in the front row you're behind man you you know what that's tough that's tough you are 100% watching a Christmas tree and listening to a podcast <laughs> I'm gonna check in with you now and again uh, because otherwise you, you're like just in your car on the way to work there's no difference. <laughs> What's his name? Ryan. Ryan? Uh-huh. When you sat down, did you think about it or were you did you take one for the team? It was was it a conversation? He's a good husband. He's a good husband. To who? Oh, that's nice. That's gay people getting married. Don't get a cake in Colorado. It's a whole thing. That's a little more nuanced than we want to admit. <laughs> make me this fucking cake. <laughs> Call me faggot. Make me the cake. <laughs> oh, you don't like gay marriage? Make it beautiful. <laughs> you think my lifestyle's wrong? Put your heart and soul into it. <laughs> Capture our fucking love in the cake. Oh no, I'm not allowed to have this opinion. You don't support my lifestyle. Chocolate with a vanilla frosting. Two guys fucking on top of the cake. Oh, this was illegal in Colorado two years ago. Now it's illegal not to make me a cake with two guys jerking each other off. It's 2017. Make me the fucking cake. Actually, you don't understand. It's a slippery slope. I understand it's a slippery slope. I understand. I know what I'm supposed to think. Make me the fucking cake. We won. All right, let's start the show. First of all, guys, Love It or Leave It is going on tour. We just announced dates in Portland, Seattle, Oakland, San Diego, Denver, Austin, Miami, Chicago, Minneapolis, and Sacramento. So you can go to crooked.com slash events right now. Through Sunday, you use the pre-sale code LOVEIT. After that, you just buy them, you know? But uh, we're going to go on tour, so it's going to be awesome, you know? Also, love it or leave it in London. So if you're in London and you're hearing this, Brexit your way into the... <laughs> love it or Brexit. Brexit or leave it. Whatever. Buy the fucking tickets. Uh, oh, I'm in the mood. I had a bunch of Dayquil. <laughs> All right. I'm going to bring out our panel. 
She's a former labor organizer turned stand-up comedian, writer, and actor. She produces the Disoriented Comedy Tour and the Comedy Comedy Festival. Please welcome Jenny Yang. How you doing, Jenny? I'm great. He's an actor, comedian, and star of Comedy Central show Review. Please welcome Andy Daly. Hello. How exciting. I listen to this show all the time, so it's weird to be here. That's cool. Yeah. I, you know, I, I was saying backstage that, like, I'm afraid to ask people, and then I find out that they like the show already, you know? Yeah. And here you are. But I feel like I should be washing dishes or on the elliptical. It's strange to be here. <laughs> uh, I just want to let you know that we're anti-elliptical here at uh, here. I at know you are, and I do want to talk to you about that, because I feel that if I have my heart rate up for 30 minutes, it doesn't matter what I'm doing, but we can talk, talk about that later. <laughs> I'm just saying it's like... It tells your legs where to go, you know? It's like the ellipticals in Some charge. of us need that help. <laughs> Why isn't it a bike? <laughs> Why isn't a bike an elliptical? <laughs> I think I won that. Andy's got points on the board. I'm going to be hostile to him all night <laughs> to, re to reclaim my, you know. She's a comedian. TV writer and co-host of the podcast Baby Geniuses, please welcome Emily Heller. Thank you. I am also on Team Elliptical. Yeah, yeah. Right. it's easier. <laughs> Why are we acting like that's not a benefit? I'm barely at the gym. You know what I mean? Just you could you could lose me so fast if it's not easy enough. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Anyway, how's it going? Just, I guess it doesn't work for me to do the elliptical leg move on a podcast. I think it's working good. Keep going. <laughs> Don't forget, your hands can sometimes help out, too. Right. <laughs> true. Very true. All right, let's get into it. What a week. What a week. Ryan, behind the Christmas tree, it's been a week. Uh, the house... Uh, <laughs> narrowly avoided a government shutdown by passing a two-week extension on the budget. The current resolution expires on December 23rd. That means Congress has to pass a budget to keep the government open by Friday, December 22nd. In order for the Senate to get the 60 votes necessary, Republicans need to convince some Democrats to support a bill. At this point, Democrats are demanding action on DACA to protect dreamers. Dollar-for-dollar dollar increase in non-defense programs, meaning that for every dollar we increase on defense, they must also pay for things like veterans' care and transportation and parks, etc., and you know, scientific research, a uh, stabilization on the Affordable Care Act, and Republican leaders have said that negotiations on immigration should be kept separate. So this is the source of the debate. In a letter to Paul Ryan this week, more than 30 House, House Republicans expressed support for passing a solution on DACA as well. So there was a question as to whether or not we would have this shutdown fight this week leading into this resolution. It seems like we have gone along with an extension. I'm not sure about the wisdom of that, but we're hurtling towards yet another confrontation. Jenny, do you think we should uh, hold our line on uh, Dreamers? Yeah, I agree. I think that we. I think that the the Democrats need to show a spine. You know, um, I don't believe in when they go low, we go high. They've been, you know, being like a, an obstacle when it was their turn to do that, and now it's our turn because we need to stand for what really matters in the face of all of this chaos. I think this is the time to do it, and we should do it for the for the for the undocumented immigrants. Uh, you know, I I was a documented immigrant, and that shit was hard. 
Okay, so I can't even imagine, like you, you want the people who are the undocumented immigrants who are willing to go through a long process uh, to try to be legal, um, to be Americans, because it's way harder than any natural born citizens uh, experience. Yeah. I, I do think Democrats need to stand up for this, but I also think Republicans just want the government to shut down anyway. The way they're acting, they're like, I mean, look at who Trump has been appointing. You don't put a dog in charge of a restaurant if you want the restaurant to thrive. You know what I mean? Like, you want, you want the restaurant to go out of business. <laughs> like, he, they want it to shut down, but, uh, and I, you know, for what reason, I have no idea. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a good, str I'm like, I don't know how to play chess. So I, I probably not the person who should answer this question. But uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I think that they need to stand up for it. But. I don't know what's going to happen. Andy, I'm scared. <laughs> you're, you're scared. <laughs> I'm scared. Andy, let's yeah. say you're Paul Ryan. Great. All right. <laughs> that sounds great. So you're that you're, guy does not do the elliptical. No, I know he, he fucking doesn't. pumps iron. Yeah. He's a CrossFit guy. It's he's free a weights all the time. Cap on backwards. Yeah, he's doing <laughs> squat jumps. <laughs> so you just completed a hundred squat jumps, and you're not even sweating. No, of course. You're normal, and you're in a suit. You do that. That's not a workout. Yeah. You're in a suit. Oh. Your hairline seems to be getting stronger. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> More yeah. Eddie Munster-like. Which is just <laughs> infuriating. Yeah. It's like, yeah. go bald at least from the stress of having no principles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why. You don't, why would you be stressed if you don't? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I get it now. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> so you're Paul Ryan. I'm Paul Ryan. <laughs> and Democrats have come to you and they said, we want Dreamers, we want Obamacare, we want government funding. Yeah. Uh, and yet you know that Republicans control all three branches of government. It will be the first time in the modern era that Republicans, that, a, that single party control would ha cause a shutdown. Yeah. Uh, what would you rather do? Would you rather capitulate on something? Oh, boy. Or would you, for the politics of we're doing the people's work? Or would you rather say, these fucking Democrats... These fucking Democrats, and then do some burpees. <laughs> some burpees, did you say? It's yeah. burpees and blaming the Democrats <laughs> um. or squat thrusts, <laughs> and we came to a compromise. I've never heard of burpees before. So what? People are shocked. Is it a workout thing? <laughs> it's it's only Shit. for true jocks. I mean, if you want to see it, I I know how to do them. Really? Yeah. It's literally thirty minutes on the elliptical, and I'm out of there. Yeah. For me. <laughs> uh. I feel like if I'm him, it's hard to be him. Um, I would feel like I have already thrown all, everything away and burned <laughs> everything down. What, what? What's you know? Fuck it. <laughs> shut her down. You're There's, just shut yeah, her down. Shut her. Shut her down. <laughs> I don't know, but it doesn't That's feel good so to be him. That's what's so terrifying. Is like, how do you? I don't even. He's know already thrown where to start negotiating with, with them. Donald Trump. Like, yeah. it's already the crazy things have already happened. There's no penalty for craziness. Not anymore, apparently. No penalty for craziness. Yeah. That's true. Listen, that wasn't a fun answer to give. <laughs> yeah. They don't have to be fun. But we do nuance. We do serious answers. Paul Ryan wouldn't give a fun answer, so it was in character, yeah. which Yay. I have to give you credit for. Thank you. I think Democrats should just, should in this negotiation, ask for Donald Trump to resign. <laughs> yeah. That'd be That's cool. Why that are we playing small ball? <laughs> We have a couple things we want. 
<laughs> we want to protect the 800,000 young people who belong in this country, and it's the only country they've ever known. We want to stabilize Obamacare. Yeah. We want Trump to resign. Yes. We want funding for space. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, wait, wait, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Can you just... <laughs> Yeah. Can you go back wh- back one? Yeah, 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 yeah. We said Obamacare. Fun, fun. No, 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 the one after that. The Dreamers? No, no, you said one. Uh, oh, 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 the, he should resign. He should obviously yeah. resign. In and your before heart, that, you know Mike Pence true. should resign and like Hillary, and Clinton, Clinton, Hillary Clinton should be vice president. If Pence <laughs> resigns, if Pence resigns and Trump resigns, Paul, Paul Ryan's Ryan. president. It's Paul Ryan. May I so humbly accept uh, yeah. <laughs> the position of president. Paul Ryan's like, you drive. You're I'll twisting w- my arm, <laughs> Democrats, but I'm for it now. I'll work it in between burpees. <laughs> well played on this scenario. I like that. Well, I yeah. am. Well played. Anyway, I don't know why Democrats agreed for this short-term extension. I don't know. I feel like it's like a band-aid. Let's let's go. Dreamers are bust. Just no one wants to be home with their families for Christmas. This is like they're negotiating with their families. It's like, oh, I guess I guess we're not going to Michigan for Christmas this year. I gotta be in DC till the twenty-third. Schumer. <laughs> Schumer's like <laughs> Schumer's like, I gotta get out of here. We have Benny Hanna on Christmas. <laughs> we're gonna Benny Hanna, then we're gonna go we're gonna go see uh, three billboards outside wherever the fuck. <laughs> Ebling? <laughs> Ebbing? Ebbing, Missouri. Did you say Missouri? Are you from there or are you just ostentatious and pretentious? Wait, where are you from? You're from Texas. And in Texas, you say Missouri. It's Missouri. Oh, said, wow. You're from Missouri. You're from Missouri and you just say Missouri. But didn't Truman say Missouri? We don't know. You were not alive then. Okay. That beer that you're drinking is enormous. <laughs> That's your third? <laughs> Missouri wins. What is your name? Carista. Carista? Carista from Missouri on her third beer. That's cool. We like Carista. What's your name? Ellen. Ellen. You guys friends? 26 years. That's so nice. Is th- is the drinking part of it? Is that? It's <laughs> cool. Shut the government down. Yeah. At least filibuster. Yeah. Well, I think we I think we got rid of that. <laughs> they're basically writing they're writing bills on post-its and passing them through the house. Trump's in Alabama as we speak, saying "vote pedophile" and they're applauding. It's a weird, weird year. When we come back, a game called Finding Donnie. Don't go anywhere. This is Love It or Leave It, and there's more on the way. For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. And we're back. Now for a game called Finding Donnie. Now, over and over again, Trump officials have had terrible, terrible memories when it comes to contacts with Russian government officials and others with tied to Putin and other foreign interests, much like a certain small blue fish voiced by Ellen DeGeneres. (laughs) Uh, They seem to struggle with basic recall. 
So we are going to play a game called Finding Donnie, uh, where we see if you can identify uh, quotes from Trump administration officials on uh, their inability to remember events clearly documented by their previous actions and emails, or quotes by Dory, (laughs) the character from such Pixar films as Finding Nemo and Finding Dory. (laughs) Would anyone out there like to play the game? Hi, what's your name? My name's Kim. Kim? Where are you from Texas? in Texas? Uh, Plano. It's outside of Dallas. Plano, Texas, outside of Dallas. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read you uh, about what an administration... Uh, uh, I'm going to read you <laughs> what a Trump administration official said about what they did. And it'll be your job to decide which is... Which is <laughs> Dayquil. I'm an intimidating person. It's okay. Yeah, no, you're... I am so nervous talking to you, Kim. Uh, so I'm going to read you about what an administration... <laughs> I can't Kim Kim will you focus Kim get it together Kim you're screwing up the show I'm sorry it's okay Kim <laughs> let's just start I'm gonna read you about what an official's did. Kim Kim that's all the time we have for the show tonight <laughs> <laughs> fuck it the people at home will know how the game works <laughs> The day quill. It's a little bit. Kim, on December 29th, 2016, Trump's transition advisor, KT McFarlane, wrote in an email to a colleague that sanctions Obama had just announced in retaliation for Russia's election interference were aimed at discrediting Trump's win. She wrote that these sanctions would make it harder for Trump to ease tensions with the Russians, which had just thrown the U.S. election to him, and noted that Mr. Flynn, you know, remember Mike Flynn, noted criminal, would be speaking with Russian ambassador Kislyak. Ah, Kislyak. Everywhere, Kislyak. When the Senate Foreign Relations Committee asked whether McFarland knew about Flynn's contacts with the Russian ambassador despite this clear record, she said, A. I suffer from short-term remembery loss. (laughs) B. I remember it like it was yesterday. Of course, I don't really remember yesterday all that well. Or C. I am not aware of any of the events or issues described. I'm going to have to go with C. Kim, you're one for one. It's true. The first two were were Dory. (laughs) Question number two. Donald Trump's son-in-law and advisor Jared Kushner repeatedly failed to include the following information. More than 100 contacts with foreign leaders or officials, including a December meeting with Russian Ambassador Kislyak, emails with Trump with Trump's team about WikiLeaks, and a backdoor overture from Russia during the 2016 election campaign, two contacts with Russian officials during the campaign, and more. Uh, these were all things he omitted in his top-secret security clearance and other Uh, and other documents he's provided to investigators. In his statement about these omitted meetings to the Senate Intelligence Committee, Jared Kushner said, A. I do not recall how many people were there or their names, and I have no knowledge of any documents being offered or accepted. B. Well, it's a long story, and truth be told, I don't remember most of it. (laughs) Or C. P. Sherman, 42 Wallaby Way, Sydney. (laughs) I remembered it. Now, Kim, 
This was a trickier one. <laughs> Two of those were Dory, <laughs> and one of those wa- wa- was Jared Kushner. I'm going to go with A. Kim, you nailed it. Question number three. During his confirmation hearing, Attorney General Jeff Sessions was asked whether he knew of continuous contact between Trump surrogates and Russian officials. What did he say under oath? Was it A? I'm not aware of any of those activities. B? No memory, no problems. (laughs) Or C? I'm sorry, did I forget again? Those all sound like him, but only one of them was current Attorney General Jeff Sessions. Again, A. Kim, you are three, four, three. Question number four. According to three White House advisors and two other sources, Donald Trump Jr. met with a Kremlin-connected Russian lawyer last year who promised to deliver damaging information about Hillary Clinton during the campaign. This week, we learned that the publicist who had initially arranged this meeting sent multiple emails to a Russian participant and to Trump senior aide Dan Scavino, former golf caddy, referencing Don Jr., making this the first indication that there was any follow-up from the June 9th meeting. In a closed-door session with Senate investigators this week, Don Jr. responded to numerous questions about that meeting. What did he say? Was it A? I simply do not remember. Was it B? I forgot. (laughs) Or was it C? I have short-term memory loss. It runs in my family. At least I think it does. (laughs) Okay, this one's hard. This one's a little tricky. (laughs) A? Again, Ah. four, four, four. So you're a four for four. But unfortunately... None of those questions count. The final bonus question (laughs) is for the whole enchilada. You would have known that if you had let him get out the rules earlier. (laughs) This is is sort of a like... (laughs) Kim, your intimidating me earlier caused you not to understand the rules of the game. Kim, how are you? I'm great. How are you? You sound a little congested. (laughs) (laughs) Kim, I feel some tension between us. And uh, that's just how our relationship... That's called friendship. This is friendship. That's what friendship is. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Final question. When separated from her family at a young age, the blue tangfish Dory gradually forgets who her family is. When Nemo asks her to provide the identity of her parents, she says, A... This is a non-story. It's hard to make a comment on something that never happened. B... I don't recall any such contacts. Or C... I don't want to forget. It's C. It is. It's C. The non-story comment is by Sarah Huckabee Sanders. The I don't recall any such contacts is our is our good pal Jared Kushner, uh, and of course C was was Dory Kim. You're five for five. You have won. Finding Donnie. You will receive the parachute gift card. Guys, give it up for Kim from Plano, Texas, who throughout the game had a kind of, I'm over this shit vibe that that we didn't hate. We didn't hate it. He's lying. It's a podcast, so you can't tell, but he's lying. (laughs) I was very enthusiastic. We like Kim. Kim's good. She's a tough nut to crack. All right, when we come back, okay, stop. Hey, don't go anywhere. There's more of Love It or Leave It coming up. This is BVK for Ocean City Tourism. 
OCMD Streaming Audio. On March 11th, 2024, the title of the spot is STSA Leisure Summer. This is a 30-second composite stereo streaming audio mix. Get away with friends to the laid-back Maryland coast, where you can catch up while casting off and hang 10 while hanging out, where a day on board is never boring and full throttle is half the fun, where you can sink a putt, raise a glass, and there's always room for one more round. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. And we're back. <laughs> now for a segment called OK Stop. Here, here's how it works. We watch a clip, and when we feel like it, we say, OK, stop, and then we talk about it. This week, uh, we will be watching a clip uh, about... <laughs> Three members of Congress have resigned this week in response to allegations of sexual misconduct. Senator Al Franken, Representative John Conyers, and Representative Trent Franks. Meanwhile, Donald Trump, who is accused of sexual harassment and, and abuse by at least 19 women, officially endorsed Alabama's Roy Moore, who is accused of sexual harassment and assault of minors. His endorsement paved the way for the RNC to return to Alabama and provide Moore with hundreds of thousands in campaign funding. This clip explores that, that wonderful development. So you don't believe any of these women, but you believe Roy Moore, who was removed from office after being found to be not credible and misleading. First off, when we talk about believing the women, I, I would ask the question of maybe some lacrosse players at Duke University and ask them if they believe every okay, woman stop. who makes... <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that is Moore's campaign manager, Janet Porter, and she is a delight. <laughs> By the way, I've never seen anyone feign a satellite delay so they could think of an answer. <laughs> she blinked so hard, and you could tell she knew when his sentence was done. She almost, she almost faked yeah. a hand, faked a hand, the Put hand the to the Mariah ear. Put the Mariah hand up to the ear, yeah. I think the strategy with the Duke lacrosse thing is to make the, the viewer go, wait a minute, what happened there? That was a while ago. <laughs> and you're just distracted by that for a while. One time somebody made something up. Anyway, vote Roy Moore. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, I also just, uh, look, I am loath to describe the, the, the people during OK Stop because this is a podcast, but I would urge you to, to look her up because she has this quality of, uh, like, it's like this is a movie about uh, a woman at the end of her rope. And, and she's somebody who takes pride in being professional and being on top of her shit, but she's in the middle of a breakdown and she did wake up in her car. And, <laughs> and, and, it, and, and, it was, and it was a producer from Anderson Cooper saying that she was on in 30 seconds. <laughs> and so she was grabbed out of the car and sat down in the chair and they put a mic on and they did a kind of comedic puff of like a giant pad of foundation, just hit her in the face, like in Dumbo or something, like, you know, like in a cartoon where they're getting somebody ready. And they hit her with that, and then they like threw in the chair, the lights came on, and they said, defend a pedophile. An accusation. Uh, if we, we did a lynch mob media uh, uh, against innocent okay, people. Okay, stop. 
Can we comment on the lynch mob reference? I feel like the right has now just taken all of the all of the, the stuff that has happened to progressives and just said, you know what, we're just going to cherry pick your terminology and throw it back against you in your face. Also, yesterday or something, Roy Moore was like, the last time America was great was during slavery. Like, yeah, appropriate. That was when lynch mobs were popular. You don't get to use it as like an insult if you're like pro-slavery era shit. Yeah, it's like, this is a lynch mob, but not one of the good ones. Yeah. <laughs> That's what she means. Yeah. Not like the lynch mobs in my day. Have you ever seen that episode of The Twilight Zone where, like, um, it's a guy who's on trial for murder, and then, like, he gets executed, and then, like, he wakes up again, and he's back on trial, or he's someone else in the, you know, and it just happens, or, or like, everyone else changes positions? I just feel like... Uh, I'm picturing both of them in that situation where it's just like every day they wake up and, and Anderson Cooper has to have this conversation with this woman and she oh. has to have this conversation with him and it's hell for both of them forever. That sounds oh. great. It's like yeah. Groundhog Day, huh? I, want I think that's the that, only way I can get through this video. I, w- <laughs> I want that for her, but I don't want it for him. Yeah. You know? Well, we were talking about this. Like, his job is so shitty and he doesn't have to do it. He's so rich. Like, I would it's never so do this job of just talking to these stupid people. <laughs> yeah, the, um, it is definitely just a quality of our era that TV news is world-class journalists interviewing total scumbags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah However, like I will say, there is, as, as we continue to watch this, there is some chemistry here. <laughs> <laughs> and I wonder if she could be the new Kathy Griffin on New Year's Eve. <laughs> Because they're having a lot of fun. She's really provoking a lot of deadpan reactions from him, and those are... Yeah. Hi, Anderson. It's great to be here with all these sodomites <laughs> here in New yeah. York. It's like a Bert and Ernie vibe, you know? He's like, uh, It's he's like, just he's about the, had enough. He's, he's so neat. She thinks he's going to hell. <laughs> with lacrosse, there'd be some lacrosse players in jail right now. Let me tell but you is, really what's at stake here. Isn't there a certain irony that the you're, accusing took, women, you're accusing these women of you lying? When he's the guy who has been told unanimously by judges, he's been removed twice from his job, and judges said he was manipulative, misleading. Because he stood for our religious liberty. He stood for marriage, and that's why the people of Alabama are going to send him the Senate. You can repeat allegations over and over again, but it doesn't make them true. Because you've named a lot of people. Your campaign, just as you did tonight, but your campaign has blamed an awful lot of people for the accusations being made by women against Roy Moore. I've heard Moore or his supporters, you tonight, uh, blame Doug Jones, George Soros, the DNC, Mitch McConnell, mainstream Republicans, the Washington Post, the lynch mob media, as you call them, homosexuals, transgendered people, and criminals. Can you just explain to me how all these people got together and came up with this plot against Roy Moore? Okay, that- stop! Okay, stop! Oh, okay, okay, stop! Oh, Anderson! Anderson Cooper! I got Come on! Oh. I know where they got together. They got together right fucking here. Yeah! <laughs> Cooper, I love I love it when it's like 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 TV news shade. You know what I mean? It's like he's like, okay, is this what happened? He literally sat back in his chair. Where he was, was like, he was just like, he's like, I just have to lean into how bitchy this sounds because there's not an unbitchy way of asking this question. Uh, I've got to say that on New Year's Eve. Yeah. By the way, you can't you can't see this because it's a podcast, but she is about to cry. Like she is, 
Her her lip was quivering. It was like if she was auditioning for a woman about to cry, they'd be like, can we get it one more time and just like bring it down a little bit? She didn't realize the list of people they had tried to blame was quite so long. <laughs> right, right. She's right. like, let me level with you. I started yesterday and I am just swamped. And I will be gone tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I'm Anderson Cooper every day, I just think to myself, I am too smart and too pretty for this shit. You know what I mean? Ugh. I also, sorry, just one more thing, which is the meeting with George Soros. Like, George Soros and, like, just a bunch of trans people just sitting at the table, and I just, like, know he knows he's supposed to be comfortable, but he's not there yet. He's very oh. old, you know, and that's not his issue set, you know? Oh. But it's like, we got to do this. We're a team. <laughs> yeah. The enemy of my he's like, enemy. He's like transgender or transsexual. He's like asking questions. Yeah, he's got he's, questions. He's got questions. That meeting, that meeting when they planned to uh, take down Roy Moore with stuff they made up uh, started with a bunch of questions from George Soros about how being trans works. That's just the truth. Well, Judge Roy and Moore I don't know if it, like a conference Judge call that Mitch McConnell and like radical homosexuals are on, but it'd be <laughs> fascinating to hear that. Okay, stop. Yeah. Anderson's just here riffing with us. <laughs> I love to picture, you know, because every conference call has that moment where like, so who do we have here? Uh, yeah, in the office we've got Kevin and the radical homosexuals. <laughs> and... Is Mitch McConnell on? Yeah. I'm on, I'll be on mute. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm here, but I'm on. I'm on you. <laughs> the media lynch mob is going through the canyon. We might lose them. <laughs> May I respond? Go right when ahead. When you have false al allegations that are generated by the Washington Post, there tends to be a pylon. That's how a lynch mob works. I love how she says generated by the Washington Post like they have some sort of like hand-cranked machine in their <laughs> office that comes up with fake rape accusations. Yeah. Roy Moore spokesperson. That is a yeah. that is a job to not take. <laughs> how do you do that? Like that's she a She had some like wild flyaways in her hair and I kind of feel like right before the camera started rolling her hair was like perfect and then as soon as the questions started they just popped out on their <laughs> own. <laughs> I just I I just think that that she went right from this interview to pushing a shopping cart with a with one with one uh, with one uh, <laughs> one one loose wheel yeah. just down a street just laughing. <laughs> and there's just like there's like a a Cabbage Patch doll and a toaster oven and like <laughs> a couple of dogs, <laughs> a couple of dogs. I could just that woman's got that woman has is just could lose it. And she will soon be working for a senator. Yeah, and then she, yeah, she's about to be have an incredibly an incredibly prestigious job. <laughs> no, we're gonna win. We so, listen. It's Friday. I donated sure. to Doug Jones. We've got Friday. I donated. Just to close this out, Donald Trump is in Alabama right now explicitly calling on people to vote, vote for Roy Moore uh, despite these obviously very credible allegations which they haven't been able to refute. Uh, we've got friends of the pod in Alabama listening. We've gotten tons of you know, tweets and pictures of people volunteering and doing their part. And this is, you know, we do not know what's going to happen. The polls are all over the place. There's not been a close race in Alabama for a Senate seat in quite some time. So nobody knows what's going to happen. So if you can support Doug Jones, donate to Doug Jones. If you're hearing yeah. this over the weekend in Alabama, yes. keep up the good work. 
Uh, and when we come back, a new game. Don't go anywhere. This is Love It or Leave It, and there's more on the way. This is BVK for Ocean City Tourism, OCMD Streaming Audio. On March 11th, 2024, the title of the spot is STSA Leisure Summer. This is a 30-second composite stereo streaming audio mix. Get away with friends to the laid-back Maryland coast, where you can catch up while casting off and hang 10 while hanging out, where a day on board is never boring and full throttle is half the fun, where you can sink a putt, raise a glass, and there's always room for one more round. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at oceocean.com. And we're back. Now for a game called, hey. <laughs> hey, Crooked Seven, the feeling is mutual. Uh, so here's the deal. At Crooked Media, we have launched a new campaign called the Crooked Seven. There are seven Republicans in House seats in California in districts that Hillary Clinton won. Those are districts that we're targeting because we believe we can pick up those seats and help put us on the road to winning the House and take that gavel from Paul Ryan's fucking hand. And so we have been talking about just how important it is to defeat these people, not just because it'll help us take the house, but because they're really shitty at their fucking jobs. Uh, So would anybody out there like to play Hey Crooked Seven, The Feeling is Mutual? Hey, what's your name? Ferris. Ferris? Yes. So time and again... The Crooked Seven have voted against the interests of their constituents. Uh, And so we are going to ask you a series of questions about votes and decisions that they've made and how it has hurt their California districts. Uh, Let's start. Question number one. Crooked Seven representative Mimi Walters of the California 45th and several other members of the Crooked Seven voted uh, in favor of the tax bill, which eliminates the tax deduction for personal losses due to natural disasters, including wildfires. What are the chances of those happening? (laughs) This week, wildfires uh, ravaged parts of California, leaving many people devastated and without homes. How did she respond? Was it A? I immediately regret my vote, recognize the error of my ways, (laughs) and will rectify my mistake by requesting funding to support Californians and all those in states and territories who are recovering from natural disasters rather than scrounging the tax code for money to pay for tax cuts for billionaire donors. Oh, that could have been it. (laughs) And it would have been so good. Maybe that's what she said. B. I read the bill closely several times, but somehow missed the elimination of this tax deduction. I am suing lens crafters. <laughs> Maybe it was an I thing, one of the, another good option. Or was it C? Thinking of my friends in Ventura County and praying everyone stays safe. Many thanks to the brave firefighters battling this wildfire. So, Ferris, what, what did she do? She did C. She said C. She did. That's what she said. Also, just a tax Sending deduction. love and light. For, for, for losing a ton of shit in fires? Just a tax deduction? It was, yeah, it's an elimination of a tax deduction. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, if your house burns down, you get some tax relief. But she's like, no, no, more importantly, that, more important that Betsy DeVos's family gets extra billions when the, when the uh, patriarch dies, you know? 
Mm. They, got, they get prayers, though, from her. Prayers. They do, they do get some prayers. Ferris, question number two. On October 1st, a mass shooter carried out one of the worst shootings in U.S. history. Crooked 7 representative Daryl Issa of California 49th said, quote, horrific news out of Las Vegas this morning, praying for victims, their families, first responders, and all those affected. We are with you. This week, Representative Issa voted to show how committed he was to this issue. What did his vote do? Was it A, allow gun owners to carry concealed weapons from one state into another, which would mean states could not set their own gun safety policies? Was it B, ban bump stocks, assault weapons, and military-grade weaponry for local police departments, just to be thorough? Or was it C? Send every American a bulletproof vest and a holster with a post-it that says, kill or be killed, that's the way now, hashtag MAGA. It's A. It, it is. It's A. It's A. He did not send everyone a holster, uh, <laughs> though he might as well. Question number three. School teachers spend an average of $600 of their own money per year to buy supplies for their classrooms. Representative Steve Knight of the California 25th appreciates this and all the work teachers do, tweeting, quote, thank you to all of our teachers who are inspirations and teach our children the skills to succeed in the future. Happy World Teachers Day. Hashtag World Teachers Day. How did he show his support for teachers on the House floor? Was it A? Voted for the GOP tax plan, which eliminates the $250 deduction teachers receive for buying school supplies out of their own pockets. Was it B? Made four of his colleagues spit out their gum. (laughs) (laughs) Or was it C? Wrote, fuck you, teachers, in perfect cursive on the House blackboard. (laughs) It may have as well been C, but it was A. It was A. I... I hope there is a house blackboard. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, question number four. You are three for three, Ferris. House Republicans, like California 10's Jeff Dunham, have repeatedly promised to help middle-class families by cutting their taxes. Recently, he voted on the tax reform bill, the first step, he said, towards significantly lowering the tax burden in the valley to put more money in people's pockets. However, uh, here's what his vote actually did for voters in his district. Uh, Was it A... Sent every constituent a book on Buddhism and the relationship between material desire and suffering. (laughs) Was it B? Created a GoFundMe for the American middle class with a picture of a puppy in one of those sad cones to drive the donations. (laughs) Or was it C? Voted to eliminate state and local tax deductions which allow 90,000 middle income earners in his district to avoid being taxed twice at the federal and state level. So which was it, Ferris? Was it a GoFundMe, a book on Buddhism, or did he vote to uh, handicap local schools and, and make uh, living in California more expensive uh, because Paul Ryan doesn't give a shit what happens here, but he's supposed to? Which one do you think it might he did be? C. It is. It is C. So those are just a few of the members of the Crooked 7. You can go to crooked.com slash crooked7 to donate Uh, We partnered with Swing Left to raise money. Basically, all these guys, all the the Democrats are currently in primaries right now in those districts to decide who's going to take on each one of these Republican House members, which also include people like Dana Rohrbacher, who is like Putin's man in Washington. And it's actually insane that he's in Congress. Um, 
But we are raising money for them through Swing Left and through this Crooked Seven Fund so that when the primary is over, these guys hit the, these, these candidates hit the ground running so they, can, so they have the resources they need to take on the Crooked Seven. Guys, give it up for Ferris, who yeah. won the game. Thank our panel for playing. When we come back, the rant wheel. Don't go anywhere. This is Love It or Leave It, and there's more on the way. This is BVK for Ocean City Tourism, OCMD Streaming Audio. On March 11th, 2024, the title of the spot is STSA Leisure Summer. This is a 30-second composite stereo streaming audio mix. Get away with friends to the laid-back Maryland coast, where you can catch up while casting off and hang 10 while hanging out, where a day on board is never boring. And full throttle is half the fun. Where you can sink a putt, raise a glass, and there's always room for one more round. Ocean City, Maryland. Somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at Oceocean.com. And we're back. Now for a segment called The Rant Wheel. Here's how it works. We, we spin the rant wheel, and wherever it lands, we rant on the topic. Uh, this week, we have Trent Franks, uh, Comey's Tweets, Bitcoin. <laughs> you don't know what it is. The, uh, the Committee to Save America, as uh, Dina Powell leaves the White House, reminded of that uh, wonderful group of people who were supposed to save us all. Uh, Yankee Swap, Times Person of the Year cover, <laughs> fake sign language interpreters, and audience suggestion. Let's spin the wheel. It has landed on Trent Franks. Okay, uh, how many of you guys saw what's going on with this guy, Trent Franks? So he resigned today. He was originally going to stick around for a while, but that was not tenable. So it seems that... Uh, <laughs> That this congressperson, a very, you know, conservative family values guy, was going to various members of his staff and saying, hey, can I put a baby in you via, via sex uh, because you'll be my surrogate? And his statement was remarkable. It said, I just got so comfortable with the topic of surrogacy that I forgot that it might make some women uncomfortable to basically do Handmaid's Tale in my congressional office. <laughs> he also apparently offered them $5 million, which is, yeah, how does he have that much money? Apparently he made some very wise oil company investments before he voted again and again to deregulate the oil industry. So a real soup of uh, despicable shit going on in the Trent Franks office. That's crazy. <laughs> I think he has a realistic sense of what it would cost for someone to want to have sex with him, though. Yeah. <laughs> He's not getting any credit for that. You know, I'll get a little credit for that. That is, that is my number, I think. <laughs> I'm doing pretty well right now. It wouldn't happen for less than that. But the baby part, that's what's crazy. It's like, that, I mean, that's... I don't want to do that with anyone. <laughs> uh, much less my boss. But also it's like, that's like a... 
I hope that he and his wife had talked about that beforehand, because if not, that would be a terrible cover for an affair. To be like, oh no, I was paying her $5 million to be our surrogate. This is our baby. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, a- Alexandra Petri, who was uh, uh, on Love It or Leave It, and is great, she wrote a very funny piece for the Washington Post saying, men just don't know what they're allowed to say anymore. If you can't Ask a woman to have sex with her to carry your baby at the office. Aren't we losing something? (laughs) (laughs) Men just aren't going to be able to flirt anymore. (laughs) Here's the thing, too, is it's like, okay, I know as a woman walking around that men are thinking disgusting things about my body. But for some reason, it's worse that he's thinking like, oh, that's a good baby bucket Uh, (laughs) about his coworkers. I'm like, I would rather you think something else gross for some reason. But I'm surprised he's resigning because this feels like a solid position for Republicans in 2017 that, like, go ahead and coerce a subordinate into having sex with you as long as it is for the purpose of procreation. (laughs) Like, this, exactly. This is far more defensible than Roy Moore molester. Well, that's not a very good standard. (laughs) Yeah. And just like that, the bar was lowered. (laughs) I mean... Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of shit people shouldn't do that's way more defensible than what Roy Moore did. I will say the, like, congratulations on coming up with a new fucked up thing. I, like, honestly kind of thought that wasn't going to happen before the end of the year. Like, I thought all the bad shit people were going to do had happened already. If it was going to happen again, it was going to be a repeat, a copycat. Tear up your top ten list, magazines. (laughs) Trent Franks is here to blow your mind. Yeah. An impregnation scheme. (laughs) Yeah. This is, I mean, the writers at SVU who had wrapped for the season are like, ah, fuck, you guys, we got to go back into work. (laughs) Let's spin it again. (laughs) It has landed on... The Time Person of the Year cover, this one goes to Jenny Yang. Yeah, I mean, I am so happy that after all that flatulent bullshit on Twitter that Trump did, talking about, oh, oh, Time wanted to talk to me again, that finally they put exactly his opposition, the silence breakers. I was so happy. I was so happy. I was so happy. But my one rant is like, why Taylor Swift? You know what I mean? Like, why? You know oh, what I mean? Is that Taylor Swift? Yes. What's she doing up there? Yeah. She, because, it surprised um, me. Uh, DJ groped her and she took him to court. Okay. And oh. he countersued, and like he sued her for defamation for the public accusation, and she countersued him for $1 and won. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is great. Which is great. But I, I mean, you know. I've gotten into it with people about Taylor Swift being on the cover. I am not a Taylor Swift fan, but I'm glad she's on the cover. People I've been talking to this week are like, my teenage daughters didn't know who any of the other people were, and they give a shit about this, you That's know? True. That's and true. And it's... That's true. I, I, I honestly think, like, when, when her story was breaking, like, all of us who have enjoyed shitting on her in the past did not give her the credit she was due that we've been giving other survivors who have been confronting their like you know their pieces of shit uh so i get it i get why she's on the cover i get that i think for me in a finite uh square footage of real estate called the time cover i just wonder you know what i mean how do you I make mean, that there's decision definitely room for like a bunch more people oh for sure and for sure i would say 
I can agree with that and also say a lot of women with far less power who faced a much bigger hurdle in speaking out could have also been on the cover. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So the Me Too mm. hashtag uh, creator, Tarana Burke, you know, she could have been on here. But, you know, um, what about the uh, Anita Hill? Fuck it, fuck it. Let's take it back to Anita Hill. Yeah. Fuck mm-hmm. it. I wonder if the photo shoot that Donald Trump refused to participate in would have been him with them. <laughs> That's his elbow. Awkward. Is that That's his elbow. <laughs> oh, man. It was, the original was supposed to be the silence breakers and the silence needers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. He was mentioned in the piece, though, so that must have been a boon for him. Oh, well, he'll put that one on the wall. <laughs> At Mar-a-Lago. Mar-a-Lago, the fake one. Let's spin it again. Yes. It has landed on fake sign language interpreters. Emily, the floor is yours. Oh, my God. I don't know. You guys stop right right now and watch the video of this woman who showed up to, I think it was like a police press conference and did fake sign language. (laughs) And my understanding is it wasn't that she applied for the job of sign language interpreter and cashed the check. She showed up and was like, hey, I'm the sign language interpreter. And they were like, oh, we didn't know we hired one. And she was like, it's cool, I'm here. And then just did it. Which I just feel like, okay, for the past couple weeks, like especially thinking about the tax bill and just knowing the intentions behind every piece of shit who voted yes, it's so, and knowing that they're shitty intentions, it's so nice to just not know why someone did something. (laughs) You know what I mean? Why did she do this? I love it. And she's done it a bunch of times before. Why are they arresting her? Just let her get, I mean, I get, okay. There are people who need sign language interpreters. They didn't hire one. They should have hired one, that's true. Who's harmed? It's no the same one. number of <laughs> yeah. people, it's the same amount of good sign language that was offered. <laughs> exactly. It was either zero sign language or fake sign language. No <laughs> deaf person it. got less out of the event. Yeah. I mean, actually, they got a whole lot more. Because <laughs> yeah, they, they were like, hilarious. What's this show that's just for me? What is this? Where ha- she just keeps saying murder over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm this wa- was just a, like open mic for deaf people to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, this person was just doing stage time, getting a stage time wherever well, she was. I, mean, I do wonder if it's like the equivalent. Like I, it might be offensive. Like it might be like the equivalent of like, oh, I'm the Italian interpreter and some guy going up being like, lasagna, tortellini. <laughs> like, no, for sure. For I sure. choose to believe that if you were a deaf person in the audience, you read the lips and appreciated the meaning of the event while also enjoying a wonderful hand dance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a funny oh, thing to get in your favorite. car. You're getting in your car. Like, what are you doing today? Oh, I'm going to go do something <laughs> yeah. so crazy. Yeah, just, oh, what, what am I doing today? I'm seeing what I can get away with. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Let's spin it again. Oh. Okay. It has landed on Comey's dumb fucking tweets. <laughs> Have you guys seen what James Comey is doing on Twitter? 
God, it's yeah. just these sanctimonious. It's like a it's like a it's like a psalm that says justice flows like a mighty river with a picture of a river. Yeah. <laughs> is this like a 1990s inspirational poster? It's what a, is that? It's a <laughs> James Comey. It's a cat hanging on a wire that says hang in there. But beneath it, beneath it is a giant fucking fire that James Comey started. <laughs> Robert Mueller, he's not tweeting, right? He's just doing his fucking job. Robert Mueller is like who James... Ja- Robert Mueller is James Comey, but like a foot shorter and twice as good. <laughs> I didn't think James Comey should be fired, but maybe Sphinx-like is not a good attribute for an FBI director. I just... Hey, you know, maybe if your code of ethics led you to write a letter that caused a historic crisis from which America may or may not recover. Maybe then your whole vibe isn't telling everybody about how ethical you are on Twitter. That picture he took in front of the Statue of Liberty, did you see that? It's him, shot from behind. The sun is setting over Lady Liberty, and it says, choppy waters, but their liberty shines in the horizon, you know? You did this. Listen, <laughs> what are you, the what are you? only overwrought platitude that he should be tweeting is "Pobody's nerfect." <laughs> you know, have some humility. <laughs> Let's leave it there. I, <laughs> I want to thank our panel: Jenny Yang, Andy Daly, Emily Hale Eller. Thank you guys for coming out. Have a great night. This is BVK for Ocean City Tourism. OCMD streaming audio. On March 11th, 2024, the title of the spot is STSA Leisure Summer. This is a 30 second composite stereo streaming audio mix. Get away with friends to the laid back Maryland coast where you can catch up while casting off and hang 10 while hanging out. Where a day on board is never boring and full throttle is half the fun where you can sink a putt, raise a glass, and there's always room for one more round. Ocean City, Maryland, somewhere to smile about. Book your trip at oceocean.com.